on 90.3. This is My Mom's Mix. My name is Sam, and this is a weekly show where I sit down with my mom and or stepmom, and we walk through their lives via music. This is my mom, Isabel. Hello. This week, we're going to be looking at metal bands, which I know was your favorite. Well, <laughs> I uh, it was funny because that's the one thing that um, your mama T and I do not have in common um, during that time period. I went through my phase where I was into metal, and... Uh, I want to give people a mental uh, a mental picture here. Have you ever? I mean, some of you watch Stranger Things, right? Okay, <laughs> just the way uh, Eddie rocked out. Man, those are the kind of people I actually hung out with when I was in. I want to say ninth, tenth, eleventh. Pretty much my whole high school. I was more into uh, the guys with the long hair. I had the long hair. You know, we teased it up. The torn up jeans. I mean, we were like, you know, we were outcasts kind of because we were just really into what they considered hardcore. Did you ever have like judgments from other people like the satanic panic or any of those things? (laughs) Yeah, actually, yes. There were people that uh, definitely had a problem with it. The joke always has been. And it's funny because it was it was really popular before the alternative kind of hit the scene, which is what your mama T really loves. It was out, you know, I've talked about Alice Cooper in the past, Ozzy Osbourne. Those guys were rocking it out before the new wave hit. However, I would say, of course, the generation before us and maybe before them were like, oh my God, that rock music. This is the reason we have so much crime right now. You know, the devil's music. It's not peaceful. It's not you know, it, it, it just, it makes these kids want to go out and just do bad things and look at them, look at them with their teased long hair, the guys, the girls, I mean, they all look so messed up, you know, makeup. Cause we did wear a lot of makeup. I mean, honey, we were goth before goth even existed. We, we did it crazy then. Was there like a first introduction that you had to metal? I know that you talked about Alice Cooper concerts. Yeah, Alice Cooper, like Kiss. Um, my uncle was a big fan. Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, the first album I fell in love with by Ozzy Osbourne was uh, the tribute album. Uh, Randy Rhodes was his guitarist and Crazy Train was one of my favorite songs of all time. It still is. I still listen to that song and it's just, I love it. I love that song. Crazy Train. Yes. Awesome. What do you think you liked about it so much? Uh, definitely the guitar solo. Um, and for anyone who doesn't know, I mean, there was a sad story about the guitarist and, and uh, you can look that up what happened to him but he was amazing Randy Rhodes and a lot of guys that were rocking out to metal really wanted to be him the the guys in the garages that were playing on their their guitars and uh you know having it it's it's so hard to explain because then like I told you before in past episodes you know we didn't have computers and things when we wanted to communicate or hang out we literally did this in person and for our group that I hung with, a lot of times we got together to rock out, rock out in, a, in somebody's garage, their backyard. People brought their instruments over and uh, we, we would learn how to play these songs that we thought were super awesome. And Ozzy Osbourne was like a big, I mean, the guys, you know, all of us, you know, if you could play Crazy Train, I mean, you were the coolest kid ever.
wasn't it used in a movie that we liked? Oh my God, Megamind. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yes. the best, best. Yes, they used it in Megamind, and I was like, oh, <laughs> crazy. You know, <laughs> that's yeah. a really awesome scene. It is well, an the awesome song. Scene. Was the song is awesome? So, didn't that whole movie used like? Am I wrong? Eighties metal. They did. They used quite a bit, but the ones that I enjoyed. Now there were a lot. They called them the hair bands. Because a lot of them, you know, like I told you, the guys who had the big, tall hair, so did the girls. I mean, everybody did this long, tall hair. I mean, you were all hair. If you look back at the pictures, it's like, what in the world? Like, I, I imagine people probably used a can of Aquanet hairspray, coincidentally, because it was 90 cents a can. So, you know, we had to get out there and stock up on Aquanet to make our look happen. But guys did it, girls, everybody. And I have to laugh too. Um, perms were a big thing. So not only did you see the big hair band, but most of them had the curly hair and it was just poofed out beyond. I mean, if you get a chance, check out pictures of like John Bon Jovi back then, the guys in Cinderella. Oh God, White Snake's another one. They all have the long, crazy, poofed out hair. And um, so that's basically why that era, they called them the hair bands is because of the hair this it was pretty it was it was like a trademark look for these metal bands the higher it went the better was there a favorite hair band oh i had i had several that's why i actually made a list because i had several one of my all-time favorites of course i loved ozzy i loved ozzy osbourne but oh my gosh i'm laughing at myself now because last night i was actually listening through the track of this one track by white snake was one of my favorite bands back then and I listen to the music now and I'm like I mean the songs aren't bad but as I've gotten older I'm like would I really dig this as much as I did that but back then yeah man I loved Whitesnake I I probably went to I don't even know how many concerts they have a lot of hair they have a lot of hair so yeah anybody wants to check out what a hair band imagine if you even typed in hair band on google it would probably bring them all up. But they did. They were all hair. But do you I, have a favorite song I, from do, White Snake? Yes, I do. I actually had a couple, but one that sticks out in my mind is the song Is This Love by White Snake. Um, I really loved the beat, the music. It just had, I mean, I could be driving in my car as a teenager and just sitting there listening to it. And for some reason, it just really calmed me down. Sounds like these can make it on my own. 
That was another. That was a song I really, really loved. And then if you wanted to, like, when you went to a party, because people party outside, you know, you always. It. I, I kid you not. This song, "Still of the Night" by White Snake, was always playing at some point in time at the party. And if you listen to it, you're like, okay, yeah, I can see this playing in the background. Those are two of my favorite songs. What were people doing at the parties, I guess, while they were hearing it? Were they dance? Like, oh, God, dancing, jam? drinking, you know, bonfire. I don't know, laying all over each other's cars in the back of pickups, being stupid and, you know, other things. But, I mean, it was the 80s, you know. Uh, we were latchkey kids, so it's not like somebody had a tracker on us. We didn't walk around with cell phones. It's not like you could reach me, you know. So that was our escape where we could just be wild kids. Did you ever get in arguments with your parents about these hair bands at all? Or did they even know what you were doing? I don't think, well, in my case, I mean, my parents were working all the time. I mean, I think most people's parents were because it became more of a thing for households to have two parent incomes. So parents were working a lot and uh, that gave us a lot of time and, and freedom to go out. And we, that I think that in the eighties, I was probably more partying than anybody could ever imagine because, you know, yes, you had this, this generation that wasn't, didn't have the stay at home mom anymore. There wasn't anybody at home. So you could go out and even then it was easy to sneak out. I mean, your parents are tired. They've worked all day. Uh, nobody's staying up late because they got to get up to work the next day. So you just wait in your room till they went to sleep, baby. And then off you went, you know, and you snuck out. You got really good at sneaking out. You got really good at going out for, you know, a ride with your friends or hanging out and then getting back just in time, you know, and being really, really sneaky. I mean, I think all kids did, did that. That was that was the norm back then. Do you think this music contributed to your identity as a teen? Oh, Absolutely. I've always, I was a firecracker in high school. I don't even know how you kids ended up being as calm as you are because I was nowhere even close to being as calm as you kids. I, I mean, and the music to listen to it, it was, it was the, the music, the loudness, the, it's you know, the energy, the energy that came from it. I enjoyed it. It, it spoke to my inner self because I was very, I was very much about being open. You know, I never was afraid. I wasn't afraid to say things. I wasn't afraid to to step up, you know, and if somebody, you know, upset me or whatever, they heard about it. You know, I was that kind of kid. And I think that did actually kind of make my parents a little nervous because, you know, oh, you know, she's, she shouldn't act like this because, uh, you know, she's a, she's a girl. I mean, this, this is behavior that boys should be doing. You know, she shouldn't be getting into fights at school or you know, defending herself. That's just not done. But um, I did. I did. In fact, I don't even remember a time where I was scared to confront people. But the music itself, metal to me, it was in your face kind of music. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And when you listen to it now, it's, it's you know, looking back now, it doesn't even sound as harsh as people thought it sounded back in the 80s. But... I can still rock out to it. I'll tell you what, I, I'll tell you another band. I loved Guns N' Roses. Loved, loved, loved Guns N' Roses. Sweet Child of Mine is one of my favorite songs. And every time I hear someone else sing it, it's still it's just the lyrics to it are so awesome. And if you've ever been in love and you look at somebody in that way, you know, like, wow, everything about this person reminds me of something amazing in the world.
That's one of my favorite songs. Uh, when when you think about it, and I made a joke at work the other day because it was really chaotic, and I <laughs> I said, you know, all I can hear is "Welcome to the Jungle" by Guns N' Roses in my head. So those two songs would have to be two of my favorite songs. Um, oh, I'm laughing. You know what? I think they played "Welcome to the Jungle" and Me- and Mega Mind too. <laughs> Now that I think about it. You should have just looked at the playlist for that. <laughs> oh my God. I know I'm laughing because I'm like, I think they actually played that in that movie too. But yes, Welcome to the Jungle, Sweet Child of Mine are two of my very favorite songs by Guns N' Roses. I loved Welcome to the Jungle. The song is like the instrumentals mm-hmm, are mm-hmm. really good. They're awesome. Welcome to the Jungle from Guns N' Roses was released in 1987. The song would tap out at number seven on the Billboard Hot 100 in the U.S. and number 24 in the U.K. singles chart. Up next, we have Welcome to the Jungle from Guns N' Roses.
also, I think it's interesting you talk about kind of being a firecracker kid. And I know you talked about, I mean, you did things like you rode motorcycles and you Mm -hmm. did things that I think it's so funny. I'm, I'm like, I'm not a risk taker. I never happen. None of you were not. And that's what (laughs) was interesting. And you tell these stories and have these scars and things from growing up. And you just, you know, there was this part of you that was, I mean, willing to take risks. Yeah. I, you know, I, I think about this as I've gotten older you know, my grandfather raised me and uh, he was kind of like, he was just this old battle, a battle war horse, I guess, you know, he, and I was the eldest. So I think they wanted a boy and they got me and my younger brother was, I hate to say this, but he was kind of a pansy. Like he just he cried all the time. I mean, I think that my grandfather really got annoyed by that. But I didn't have that kind of personality. So it's almost like he nurtured it. I really feel like he did. In fact, a lot of times, if I did get in trouble for standing up for myself, he was usually the one to be like, no, no, that kid deserved that. You know, did you take care of business? Yes, sir. I took care of business. Okay, then you're not getting in trouble here. You know, and I, I think that he was just very old school back then and, and not having a big boy and just had, you know, he just had me. I think sometimes that might be a lot of it. Well, and it really always interests me to think about that because, you know, I grew up and I was really glad. I think you were able to find this balance between encouraging healthy understanding, having emotional awareness. Mm -hmm. You know, it's okay to cry, but always being sure to understand that, okay, we're done crying now. Now, what are we going to do? Yeah, it's time to get down to business. Mm -hmm. And just that strength, I think has really made all of us strong, all, um, you know, four of your daughters, strong in different ways. And I think when I think of the things I do as an aspiring journalist or as an aspiring broadcaster, there's a certain amount of strength that you need to have. Absolutely, especially being a woman. Mm -hmm. Well, to do things like seeking the truth or, you know, whatever that looks like or, or, Seeking out a story, cold calling people. It makes me feel good that you say that because I was criticized quite a bit when I was raising you guys because I, I didn't let you just give up. I mean, you know, oh, I don't, I don't want to do that, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit and cry about it. Wait, no, you know, anything worth doing is gonna be hard, Sam. And if it's gonna be, it's up to me. You know, you have to tell yourself that mantra every day. Being a woman, you're gonna, you're gonna work so much harder. And many times you're going to feel like you're, you're even getting half the recognition you deserve. So you have to have the courage to demand the rest of that recognition because they're not going to give it to you. History has proven that. But I got a lot of criticism. Oh, don't you think you should have nurtured more? I don't know what their idea of nurturing is because I felt like I was raising, I was raising kids getting you ready for the world out there and then letting you know that I love you and you can cry for a little bit. But now it's time to, to, to find out what you need to do to fix the problem or better the situation. And crying about it is not really the answer. Sorry, I don't mean to take Are you ready? Attention. I am. Are What's you our ready? Next tune? Are you ready for my next one? Okay. There's another band. This band is called Bon Jovi. <laughs> you say that like nobody oh, knows who Bon Jovi is. But John Bon Jovi back in the day was Mr. Sexy. All right. Every girl I knew had a poster of him. All right on their ceiling so when they went to bed at night they could look up at John Bon Jovi <laughs> and you are dying yes but you know what you have to remember different different time I'm sure older women had Elvis or whatever well it was John Bon Jovi in my time I did not have Bon one, Jovi no. is still perf- yeah he's still a nice looking older man too he really did age well but he was really hot back in the day. He'd be all shirtless and oiled up. You know, they were all shirtless and oiled up. He'd be out there and big hair, of course, leather pants, you know. Oh, yeah. Every every one of my friends had some poster of John Bon Jovi. What song did we add to the mix from John Bon Jovi today? Okay. I actually liked Wanted Dead or Alive. That was one of my favorite songs.
Oh, yeah. Oh, Wanted I Dead did. or Alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I played Wanted Dead or Alive on a DS, like, yeah, Guitar Hero-esque game, and it was so fun. But Bon Jovi wouldn't have necessarily been, like, a hairband-esque metal, right? It was, like... Not really. He was just sexy. I had to throw him in there. I feel like what is considered rock has kind of changed over time. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like some music that, uh, you know, when you look up, like, rock music of the 80s, I'm not the best at genres, but, you know, some of them I wouldn't necessarily say may not pass as rock in contemporary right. music. I don't know. but Well, there were like, lots of others that were much more hardcore. The Scorpions. I mean, there were others. Well, it's like, I'd call Welcome to the Junk rock. Well, then that is just rock. Yeah. But then there was like hardcore stuff too. Rock me like a rock hurricane. me like a hurricane, and that, that was one of the Scorpions songs. Rock me like a hurricane, and that was a cool song. Scorpions. I had no idea. A German hard rock oh, yeah. band. Yes, the Scorpions. And rock me no- like a hurricane was a really, pardon my expression, that was a badass song back in the day. I had absolutely no idea that the band behind Rock You Like a Hurricane were from Germany. It seems like so many good artists don't come from the U.S. Yeah, Rock You Like a Hurricane by the Scorpions was one of my favorites, too. Rock You Like a Hurricane would reach 25 on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100, and MTV was playing their music video on heavy rotation. Next up, we have... Rock You Like a Hurricane from the Scorpions on My Mom's Mix on 90.3, Garen You. Shake it, bring it out. Get his food. 
Let's go back now that we're talking about, we're going to switch it up because I did have a little crush. Oh, I had a crush on Lita Ford and look her up. Close my eyes forever by Lita Ford was one of my favorite songs. She, I thought she was gorgeous back then. (laughs) Lita L I T A Ford. And she was pretty badass looking, man. She, you know, she kind of looks like, well, her hair looks just like David Bowie in the Labyrinth as the Goblin King. Oh, yeah. She was she wild. Looks just like the Goblin King. Mm-hmm. I had she a crush was, on the Goblin King. She so. was a good looking, good looking lady back in her day. Close my eyes forever. It's Ozzy Osbourne, too. Yes, they did a duet Ozzy Osbourne and Lita Ford. Eyes 
That's a really cool song. What do you like about it? I just it was it was something about the both of them together singing the song and and they just it was it was magical. It's kind of a magical sounding song. It's yeah, I like it. It's pretty. I mean, I I listen to it and I really I remember sitting in my car looking up at the stars and just listening to it. I I thought it was a really magical like magical song is the best way I can describe it back then. I find it so in you know, and not surprising at all now that I think about it that you would listen to all of this you know, I guess hard music or metal music because, you know, you talk about riding motorcycles. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, a lot of energy. I liked the energy that came with the middle of the hard rock. I mean, I liked Quiet Riot, um, Bang Your Head. Oh, oh you know, you know what we haven't talked about? What? Concerts. We oh yeah. About I went to a lot. Bit, but... I went to a lot of concerts, a lot of concerts. And it was awesome. I mean, these, you know, like I said back then, people didn't voice, there wasn't um, digitalized anything. I mean, they were singing and everything was going on the stage, lights, the music, people. It was a lot of energy. I, I was high energy as a young person. I enjoyed it, loved it. Yeah, people got, you know, yeah, they're, you know, they make jokes about it in movies and stuff, but people did dive into the crowd. That was not unusual to see that. It was not unusual to see somebody passed over a bunch of people to the front. You know, that was the thing. It, there weren't seating. It wasn't seating where you sat around in an arena. You were in a pit and you just paid your 40 bucks and did whatever you had to do to get up to that stage. So it, it was a good time. There was always a lot of energy. And at these type of concerts, you know, you had lights flashing everywhere and, and you know, all kinds of people just really rocking them out and they're banging their head to the music and they're just having a good time. Nobody was really fighting to get to the front so much because it was almost like they were too much into it. I don't I, I wish I could remember everything because I can remember the coolest thing, which I couldn't believe this last time I took you guys to a concert. I was like, you want how much for that T-shirt? What the? I was like, that's ridiculous. The coolest thing is a concert T-shirt was like 20 bucks. Oh, and here's the side note for everyone out there. There was no such thing as Hot Topic. If you owned that concert t-shirt, honey, you were there or you paid somebody to get it for you. But it came from the concert. So it was like a real pride thing. Like I'm walking around, I got either my White Snake t-shirt on or, oh, when I went to Metallica, when the Black Album came out, I was I was right there at the concert for that. Loved Metallica back then, had that t-shirt. So anyone who had these t-shirts... They went to those concerts and you were super cool because you went to the concert, you know, I mean, I mean, it was a big deal back then. So I was talking about how much I really loved Metallica. And of course, I had to laugh because they played Master of Puppets, which was one of my favorite songs. <laughs> I have to laugh when they played that in Stranger Things. I was like, oh, my God. And my and, and of course, Tracy's laugh. And she goes, let me guess. That's one of your favorite songs. I said, yes.
And it's even interesting going back and looking at songs. I mean, even Paradise City, these like, like some of these lyrics that are probably problematic in like today's world. Mm -hmm. But it's like at the time, you know, it was really about, I mean, you tell me if I'm wrong, rocking out and being able to express yourself in a way that, I mean, kept formed a community, it seems like. I mean, you and your friends and, mm -hmm. you know, all these young people at the time who were just like, we, this, this speaks to us in some yes. way. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it was loud and obnoxious. And <laughs> when you turned it up, the people, the undesirable people that you didn't want hanging around with you, they'd leave. Because they really didn't like your music. They would walk away. Well, and that's what? really kind of what I believe we wanted to happen. You know? You know, it sounds like your now wife may have walked in one of those people at the time to walk away. Maybe. I didn't mind some of her music either, though. I mean, I, I was open to listening to other kinds of music. Well, it's interesting you guys but were just so different we were. when you were kids. Mm -hmm. We were very different. And not necessarily in viewpoints, just like... We're different, different now. Personalities. We're different yeah. now even, but it I think seems, it reflects what you guys are like now. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And but it we seem to our different personalities seem to help the other person. Like one we seem to make the other person better, if that makes any sense. The, it's hard to explain. No, I, I think it makes perfect sense. That'll wrap up today's mix. What did you think of today's mix, Mama? Baby, I love talking about music with you. And happy birthday. Oh, thank you. I know. Yeah, somebody's 21 birthday. today. <laughs> I know we're 21. We're going to go upstairs and we are going to rock out. Well, now I can have you pick me up a six pack after work. <laughs> now that's metal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sam and I was joined by my mom, Isabel. My mom's Bix will be back next week on 90.3. Karen, you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.